people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. Hello my friend, how are you? I wish and hope you are all staying strong and healthy and positive despite all that's going on in the world as we are approaching the end of 2020. Thank you kindly for tuning in to Fighter Parents Life Podcast and spending your precious time with me again. If this is your very first time listening to this show, please welcome. My name is Peter Graus at fighterparent.com and I'm your host for this next SoloCast episode. Before we go ahead and dive into today's episode though, I have a small favor to ask of you here. Firstly, I would really love if you guys let me know you are listening by tagging me on Instagram at fighterpreneur with a screenshot of this episode or simply shoot me a message wherever in the world you happen to be, whatever you are doing. Secondly, I wonder if there is any topic you would like me to cover going forward and of course, feel free to get in touch with me if you have any questions regarding topics I've already covered so far. I appreciate each and every one of you if you could take this little action for me in return and share this podcast with anyone who you think may benefit from hearing this and much more to come in 2021. Many thanks in advance. Luck, luck is a part of all of our lives to a certain degree, both good fortune and bad. But by definition, you don't have control over luck. And your habits also matter. And I think that the reason they're so worthwhile uh, to focus on and understand is that they are the portion of your life that you can influence that also determines your outcomes. It's not just luck, it's not just habits, but one of those you have control over. And so it makes sense the only reasonable strategy is to focus on what you can control. If you spend all of your time focusing on things you can't control, then you're just gonna end up frustrated. And so I think habits are maybe the best lever for that. Talent and genes, uh, they play a role and um, it's important. You know, people have natural uh, predispositions to things that make them better. But what you find is that nearly always when someone is a great performer in a particular domain, they are both well-suited, so naturally talented or have some kind of predisposition to that area, and well-trained. And so even if you are talented, you can't succeed without having great habits to, to execute and to fully realize the potential that you have. The power of being committed to making those small improvements each day. And uh, I think that it's not just nice to have, it's not just like a little cherry on top of your performance to make these 1% changes, but they actually can compound and add up in a really significant way in the long run. And habits are a lot like that. They're, they're not exactly like compound interest, you know, where you kind of like hit that hockey stick portion of the curve, but they really feel like that a lot. You know, like we were saying just a few moments ago, it feels insignificant on any day, but then you turn around 10 years later and it's actually, you're surprised by where you end up. And that's a hallmark of any compounding process, that the greatest returns are delayed. And so uh, habits are like that too. You know, they, they don't feel like much on any given day, but they really add up. That your habits reinforce a particular identity. And sometimes this can be positive and sometimes it can be negative. The story could be things like, I'm bad at math, or I'm terrible at remembering people's names, or I'm not good at direction, uh, remembering directions places. Yeah. And all of those stories, that's just an internal story that you tell yourself, but each time you have an experience that reinforces that, the story gets solidified. And so I think the method, the, the takeaway here, is that every action you take is kind of like a vote for the type of person you want to become. And if you can master the right actions, if you can master the right habits, then you can start to cast votes for this new identity, this desired person that you want to be. 
And um, I think that's one of the reasons why small habits matter so much. They don't necessarily transform your life overnight, right, right away. Like, doing one push-up does not transform your body. But it does cast a vote for being the type of person who doesn't miss workouts. Or meditating for one minute might not give you an immediate sense of calm in your life. But it does cast a vote for being a meditator. And this is why one of the things I say in the book, like, the real goal is not to run a marathon. The goal is to become a runner. The goal is not to write a book. The goal is to become a writer. Because once you've adopted that identity, you're really not even pursuing behavior change anymore. You're just kind of acting in alignment with the type of person you already see yourself to be. It's kind of like true behavior change is really identity change. Because once you've changed that internal story, it's way easier to show up each day. You're not even really motivating yourself that much to do it. You're just like, this is who I am. Let's now dive into today's topic we must all make sure we pay attention to on daily basis in order to create the best possible life, not only for ourselves, but for all those around us we love and ultimately often make significant sacrifices for. In this episode, I'm going to talk on yet another master key topic of all, and it is nothing else but habits. We are what we repeatedly do. I have learned that champions aren't just born. Champions can be made when they embrace and commit to life-changing positive habits. What is a habit? Habits are the small decisions you make and actions you perform every day. It is a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. The American Journal of Psychology from 1903 defines a habit from the standpoint of psychology as a more or less fixed way of thinking, willing or feeling acquired through previous repetition of a mental experience. Habitual behavior often goes unnoticed in persons exhibiting it because a person does not need to engage in self-analysis when undertaking routine tasks. Habits are sometimes compulsory. A 2002 daily experience study by habit researcher Wendy Wood and her colleagues found that approximately 43% of daily behaviors are performed out of habit. Your life today is essentially the sum of your habits. New behaviors can become automatic through the process of habit formation. Old habits are hard to break and new habits are hard to form because the behavior patterns which humans repeat become imprinted in neural pathways, but it is possible to form new habits through repetition. Our unconscious habits free up resources for our brains to carry out other more complex tasks like solving problems or deciding what healthy meal to make for dinner. The secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. You will never change your life until you change something you do daily. We all have habits and we activate hundreds every day. These habits can be divided into three groups. The first group are the habits that we simply don't notice because they have been part of our lives forever like tying shoelaces or brushing teeth. The second are habits that are good for us and which we work hard on establishing, like exercising, eating well or getting enough sleep. The final group are the habits that are bad for us, like smoking, procrastinating or overspending. How do we form our habits? Our brain has two distinct modes of decision-making. To make it simple, we'll call it System 1 and System 2. 
System 1 is an automatic, fast and usually subconscious way of thinking. It is autonomous and efficient requiring little energy or attention. For example, when you are driving a car or walking to work, you automatically know how to get there without having to think or refer to any external help. It comes naturally to you. System 2, on the other hand, is a conscious, intentional and controlled way of thinking. It requires energy and effort to sustain attention. For example, it could be researching and looking for more efficient ways of making money rather than 9 to 5 rat race or coming up with new training regimen for better effectiveness and longevity. Both systems 1 and 2 work together. How it works is that your brain naturally chooses the lazy solution first, whenever there is a problem faced, as it tends to try to save energy to avoid overprocessing. If it cannot find a solution using system 1, then it will move over to system 2. It's how your brain learns and maps patterns together to handle daily decision making. So the key path to building any habit is to go from intentional effortful system 2 to automatic effortless system 1. Changing habits. The best way to change your bad habits is to directly replace them with new ones. When you create a habit, your brain creates new neurological pathways, allowing you to more easily use those habits. But why do people return to their old habits so often? It's because the neural pathways established as a result of the habits we develop never get deleted. Those pathways are always there for us in case we need to go back and use those same routes again. Of course, this helps us in the many simple and automatic daily tasks we carry out such as walking, talking, running and eating. We don't need to stop and think about how to walk before we get up and do it. Of course, this applies to the majority of us who are blessed and lucky enough to be able to do so easily. Since those existing pathways never get erased, the best way to change existing habits is to replace them with new ones. habit versus routine. A habit feels uncomfortable when we don't do it, exactly the opposite is true of routines. This is where people get into trouble confusing habits and routines. They expect routines to be as effortless as habits, while the only thing about routines that's easy is how easy they are to skip. Not doing an effortful task like doing the laundry, writing in a journal, being productive or even a regular early morning workout would be much easier to forget or not do at all, because such behaviors are not a habit, they are a routine that requires discipline and effort. We build our character from the bricks of habit we pile up day by day. Start with a routine. First we have to accept that only certain kinds of behaviors can become habits, and that certain behaviors will never become habits. Only then can we take the first step to changing our repeated behaviors. For those actions that can turn into habits, we can begin by making them into routines. As long as we know the difference between a habit, a behavior done with little or no thought, and a routine, a series of actions regularly followed, we can plan accordingly and not be disappointed. Hold the time. Since we can't count on routines to happen automatically, the way habits do, we need to make sure to allocate time for them. Many people go through their days with aspirations to accomplish a list of tasks. But without dedicating time on their calendars to do them, they never get everything done. Setting an implementation intention, 
which is just a fancy way of saying that you will plan what you are going to do and when you are going to do it, has been shown to boost the likelihood of following through. Without a dedicated time reserved for your new routine, chances are it will never get done. Welcome discomfort. It's important to expect that learning and repeatedly doing a new behavior requires effort. Expect discomfort and know that you will have to push through it. Along with setting expectations that new routines won't be effortless, you can learn coping techniques to deal with discomfort in a healthier manner. For instance, you can learn to reimagine the difficulty in a positive way by telling yourself a different story. Instead of focusing on how hard productivity or exercising every day can be, think of difficulty as part of the journey. Know that everyone who has ever made a routine out of this behavior has struggled at some point. If you desire to go to the gym regularly but dislike exercise, find ways to see it differently. Envision every drop of sweat as a sign your body is getting stronger. Learn to see the burn as tiny muscle fibers getting better at doing their job as your body rises to the challenge. Perception is a matter of perspective, no matter the routine, you can choose to reimagine your discomfort as a good thing. This may seem like a stretch for someone who hates exercise, but it's useful to remember that many people have learned to love the very same difficulty you despise. If they can't see it differently, why can't you? Pre-commit. Before a behavior can become a habit, it needs to become a regularly performed routine. But given how effortful routines can be, it's far too easy to skip a difficult task. Thankfully, making a pre-commitment is a fantastic way to ensure you do what you say you will do. For instance, if creating and producing something or exercising daily is a routine you want to adopt, finding someone to hold you accountable will increase your odds of success. It could be anyone in your close circle you can truly rely on when you most need that support pushing through, especially when you least feel like it. Ideally, it should be someone you live with or someone you are in contact with daily. If you don't have this accountability person available, it is much more difficult to stay consistent due to our weak mind, which typically begins to try all those tricks on us, often able to cause even some fake physical sensations such as headache, fever or other symptoms, basically looking for ways of staying comfy and lazy instead. For me personally, it's definitely my fiancé Romy, and I intentionally had to ask her to push me by giving me some tough love reminders when my mind gets weak, looking for excuses not to train or do some important work I know I need to do. Of course, I mutually do the same for her, and trust me, keeping each other accountable this way works like magic. Do it right. By not expecting every aspiration to become an effortless habit, you increase your odds of success. If it's the right kind of behavior, one that can be done with little or no conscious thought, the routine can become a habit. It's important to remember not to try and turn hard-to-do behaviors into habits. Doing so risks frustration and failure. Instead, accept that it's perfectly fine that some behaviors will remain routines and expect them to never become effortless. By focusing on forming solid routines through the steps I mentioned earlier, you will have a better chance of sticking to what's important to you 
while increasing the odds that some routines may eventually transform into habits. What do you do to live disciplined, fulfilling and freedom life to the best of your abilities? And what do you do when you feel like not doing what you know you're supposed to be doing? Do you feel that guilty impact of not being disciplined at times, beating yourself up for it? And what do you do to motivate yourself to get back on track when your mind is looking for all kinds of excuses? Get in touch with me on Facebook or Instagram and let me know, cool? I'm really curious how you deal with your own devil temptations that's trying to keep you off your best possible living and that living is definitely not inside your lazy comfort zone. Stay strong and healthy all, dream big, take care and see you again in two weeks for the next episode of Fire Parents Life Podcast. Peace out. Do me a favor, my friend. Please share your thoughts with me using the comment box below. Get in touch with me directly at Fireprenner on Facebook and Instagram or through my blog at fireprenner.com where you can find even more of this content, visuals and other useful resources. I have some big news to share with you guys. I wanted to announce and invite you to check out my new YouTube channel at Fire Parents Life, where I'll be posting great motivational videos for more inspiration and happiness almost daily. So please go ahead and make sure you watch and subscribe, never missing these amazing videos I put together for you to help you stay motivated and ideally remaining on top of our extraordinary lives we were all gifted with. I'm going to list all the links and resources in the show notes so you can easily go back and check everything I mentioned in this episode. Sounds good? Here you go. That's all for me for this episode. So hope you guys enjoy listening and learn something new, actionable and useful once again.